Hello, welcome to Studio One. If you like what you see, like and subscribe and comment. How are you guys been doing? I saw it was your birthday. Is your birthday today? Yeah, it is. It's funny. Hey, you know, thanks, man. You know, like COVID, it kind of feels like it's like a regular day. So, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So really it's funny. Yeah. Daniel, thanks for interviewing us on your birthday. I know, yeah. right? I didn't even like um, put two and two together. That's, that's how like COVID. Yeah. But yeah, man, I've heard a lot of really good things about you guys. Uh, you know, early put me on. And I was Second, like, yeah. and I was like, all right, bet, let's let's set something up. So, sure. good to get you guys on. Yeah, it's dope. Very very quick and easy. Yeah, like, yeah, I think early told us about you last week, and then next thing we know, we're yeah, I was right. like, let's do it. Yeah, sick. But good yeah, um, this platform is called Studio One. Uh, my name is Jabril Osman. You know, I spent a lot of time writing for like UK publications, some Toronto publications, and at a certain point, I was like we need to have like a, a platform in Toronto that like highlights local acts and puts a yeah. lot of importance on that, but also kind of like bridges the gap. You know, you have like your, inter your international acts, your acts across Canada. So it's kind of like all encompassing. So like glad to get you guys on, you know? Yeah. Super down. <clears throat> but yeah. Before we get into things, you know, briefly introduce yourselves and then, you know, we'll get started. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm a Tice and I, uh, I guess I sing and write the songs. I'm Rich. Uh, I just I produce stuff. And I say I'm a piano player, but I'm not very good. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, you just uh, more of the accents. You know, we make like I guess you'd call it alternative pop stuff, but it's more just like a blend of all the different genres we like. I guess yeah. but, um, music, hopefully. Yeah. Sure. And um, before we get into music, you know, with all the artists that I've been talking to for like crazy, because March is next month, so it's kind of been a year now. I know. I know. How? With I saw on like one of your Instagram posts, you know, you wanted 2020 to be a big year, you know, <laughs> how, yeah, so, how, how actually, yeah, talk about all that. I got, I got archived that post. <laughs> no, it was definitely 2020 did not go the way we, or anyone, I guess, expected. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Cause we released still on film last year in like the middle of the pandemic, but we had it ready way before the pandemic was happening. And there's some songs we were finally like, okay, these are like, this is our sound. Like, we're kind of happy with this. We can start doing shows. So we're like, 2020, man, we're going to like, we're yeah. going to put ourselves out there. <laughs> be like artists instead of like studio rats. But yeah, so I guess that kind of didn't happen. But it gave us more time to hone our craft. So, and the, and the song still yeah. got released and, and we got a pretty good response. We just didn't get to do the whole live performing part of it. Yeah. But hmm. it is what it is. How did it like, um, because, of course, you know, even, like, artists that, like, had really big 2019s, for example, you know, you have to, like, push things forward or, like, you don't really know when to release. Did you guys feel at all, within this time period, pressure to release music to, like, stay, like, in people's minds? Or do you guys, like, think to yourselves, we're going to take our time no matter what's going on in the world? I feel like a bit of both. Like, I know with, like, Still on Film, the whole idea behind it kind of was taking our time to make sure we, like could do something that we were really happy with because like you like develop ourselves yeah yeah yeah, and like grow a sound that like we were like this is what the accents do yeah um, so i think once that came out which was like we knew that was coming out and like i guess that was what the end of september so like that was a little way into quarantine so at least at least we had like that to look forward to i guess like we knew that was coming up so yeah um, i think the pressure came more from ourselves yeah because we the fan base wasn't really there yet, and still, it's very small. It's like, still growing. Yeah. 
So I think we were just eager to like have something out there to kind of. I think we were just proud of these songs too. So we were like, finally, like we this is some music that we want to put out. Yeah. Whereas usually it's like we'll make something we're like I don't know if it's good enough yet, and like you yeah, tinker yeah. with it for years. And that was like the first three years of us being a band. It's like putting stuff out and then realizing like nah, that's not it, and then like taking, <laughs> taking stuff down and starting. And like yeah. I think last year was the first time we put stuff out that will be out forever, like that we're permanently happy with. And we can look back on proudly but yeah 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 i guess it was, it was it was no pressure but we're always just eager to like put our music out there and have people listen to it because we like the music we make yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good segue too because i was gonna ask you know in the time that you guys have been together of course you know the early songs you know they're rough they're not really that good yet what's yeah. what song <laughs> in particular maybe it's a song you guys released maybe it's on the ep what song or what moment did you guys kind of realize, like, we, we're kind of figuring it out. Like, this is pushing towards where we're going. It Was it, is it recently now that you guys feel that comfortable, or at what point? I guess, I guess recently, it was like a year and a half ago, when yeah, we had like, Sundown, I think, was one of the first ones that, like, I guess helped solidify a little more. Cause, yeah. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, so we saw you did, you interviewed Valley. So yeah, yeah, I was going to bring that Valley. up. Yeah. That helps us produce a lot of stuff, and I think, the moment we realized like oh our songs are actually getting to a point where we can confidently like take ourselves serious and like put this stuff out legit uh was when like, we sent mickey some of the demos and he like responded very positively and he wanted to be involved with the production side of things yeah. so we kind of got that validation because we look up to them because yeah, we so, went to school so with them but they're like f further ahead so it's always like they're kind of like our bigger brother band yeah, yeah, yeah. if you will so kind of kind of look up to them for some guidance and just to have the validation from them was was already a good because we've already sent like we sent them stuff like the early demos and stuff up to that point but it was it was always like yeah this is cool like i can see where you're going like but then to get that point of them being like oh i want to be involved like yeah i think that was really important for us but all about that validation yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 to seek validation but i feel like that's all we're doing we're like please listen to our music yeah. <laughs> it's cool to hear that too because uh yeah i've interviewed valley twice they're really cool people and uh yeah. i also interviewed um started name no disco and he has oh yeah yeah, that's and, how you went from his merch. Yeah, yeah, we're really tight. And we, he had a similar story, too. You know, he connected with them, and it's it's cool. It's like a, like a multiverse yeah. of, like, connections that, I, that I've seen. Yeah, it's a super cool community in, in Toronto, I think, with as far as music, and it's still, it feels like it's very, at the start, like, it's, yeah. a, like it's there's a bigger community bubbling here, I think. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. But, yeah, no, it's, it's there's all these artists, like, no, no Disco, we're big fans of, Fally, I mean, the list goes on. There's a group called Notorious that we really like. Yeah, uh, Kane um, Woods is part of the I. Yeah, Kane Woods. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what I mean. It's all like yeah. intertwined and connected. We all kind of like, know each other a bit. Well, and that was another thing about 2020 is we thought it was gonna be a big year because we were gonna produce with all these people that we were like, we finally like we've this circle is growing. We've made all these connections. I was like, we just want to like create songs with everybody, right? Yeah. And then That's 2020 a, quarantine hits, and it's like, okay, you can't see anyone. We're like, okay, well, back to the. Back to the drawing board, and then Zoom sessions, I guess, took off. But those have always been hard to get. Yeah, it's different. Yes, yes. Zoom sessions are still different. Yeah. Just that I'm sure, like interviews over Zoom are different than yeah than interviews are. But yeah, we're all. I the last uh, <laughs> the last in person interview uh, I did was this band Larkins, and it was okay. uh, March 12th, I think March 12th, March uh, 13th. Four or five days later, Toronto goes on lockdown, and, I, yeah, and, and it's been Zoom forever. Yeah, I don't think anyone was expected to, for it to last this long. Like, well, it's the same thing for us. We shot that video 
the day before, like a life in a video video was like, we shot it the day or two days yeah. before lockdown got announced and we were like, oh, we got this done quick. Like, yeah. Just in time. <laughs> just in time. Yeah. And um, before we keep going further and further, you know, how did you guys both, you know, connect and um, was there mutual interest in the music you guys liked or how have you guys fared in that kind of realm? Do you guys have some more interest? Yes, definitely. I think our strongest bond was built over the band, the 1975. Love that. Um, so we initially met at the end of our, our school, also where Mickey went, like Metalworks. It's like an audio kind of school in, yeah. in Mississauga. Um, we all went there and Rich was originally managing, but I guess you can tell the story. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. But um, Rich was originally uh, managing Valley at the early stages and I was doing my own like solo singer songwriting kind of stuff. Um, and then Mickey introduced me to Rich, and then initially the plan was for Rich to kind of manage me as well, but then yeah. we realized we had very similar music tastes, yeah. and, like, Rich was writing some poetry at the time, and I was like, why don't we just, like, try and make some songs just yeah. for fun, like, no, no real intention behind it, and then first song was absolutely terrible. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then the second one was, like, it was the first single we ever put out, which has been taken down still on our band camp if you yeah. want to dig around but it was called angels and that was the first time we were like oh maybe we can actually like you know do this thing so yeah we met at the end of school and kind of just graduated we moved in together for a while and like lived on the bottom floor of, like woodbine danforth and just made songs every day <laughs> until we find found our sound and now we're now yeah. we're here it's been like a slow <laughs> very slow, slow yeah slow, just like come up yeah making beats and learning how songs work and learning what we like and yeah, it's been, it was interesting too, because like having those, like the two blends of a world, like kind of come together. So for me, just like only knowing music in like a business, I guess, aspect and like more just approaching it from that, because I was like, oh, I want to be in the music world. I just, yeah. I don't play any instruments or whatever. I don't make songs. So like, let me do the other side of things. And then when Matt kind of like opened that world up and like I could start to like make music that way and like see that like, how much you can do with like just a MacBook, like with sound design and stuff like that. And like, yeah. there's so many plugins and stuff out there. So like, that was really interesting. And when that whole world, I think it kind of like shifted our perspective to be like, cool, let's hone in on this and make this really good. And yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, music, I think was definitely the driver between us. Like, I don't yeah, think we, similar music tastes. We, we haven't been like, music has always been the thing that's brought us like driven this friendship, which is, yeah. it's sick. But, yeah. Yeah. For sure. And um, when it comes to music too, do you guys like, you know, releasing the EP and releasing, you know, songs in the lead up to it, do you guys like move on really quickly and you work on other new music or do you let things sit? I know um, you have an upcoming single coming up. Um, do you guys, how is your music process? You know, is it on to the next or how does that work with you guys? Both. In a yeah, way, yeah, yeah. Oftentimes we'll, we'll make demos and it'll be like, oh, this is the best thing we've ever made. But then also <laughs> we, we keep making new demos. So every time that the other latest demo gets shoved to the side, as soon as we make another one. Um, but then oftentimes we'll, we usually like to stack up on a bunch of demos. And then over time, when, when it comes time to kind of like figure out what the hell we're going to do with them, we'll look back and like pick the best ones and kind of piece them together that way. And the right ones, I think, stand out, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, like there's some that are much more like, cool in the moment but then when you sit with it and listen three or four times like okay this doesn't really hit and then there's something you're like wow they're like whether it be the songwriting or the uh like the actual like production itself yeah. i think there's some stuff that like sticks but it also comes to like i guess again like sharing our music and like 
it's cool that like having this little collective of friends, you can send stuff around and kind of bounce ideas off and like get kind of these like objective, yeah. uh, like thoughts on everything. So then they'll, they might think a song stands out that you, uh, we completely forgot about. And that happens quite often. Like, yeah. um, yeah. And also yeah. The, the best music we make when we're not really trying to make it for it. Like, yeah, if we're making a song where like, this has to be the next single, then I think we already like, we're overthinking it from the start. So usually we just make demos with no like end goal in mind. And then after the fact, we're like, oh, this could be a single or this, these songs fit together on an EP. So it's kind of, it's always just making demos for us. And then yeah. we figure the rest out after once we like them enough. We always say we're going to like work and like, okay, we got to like no more new beats. Let's just like finish what we've got. And then it's like, okay, I want to start something new. And they're still yeah. like every single day almost, you know, there's at least something coming out. But yeah, you got to make 10 bad songs to make one good one. So it's all part of it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, on to this upcoming uh, new single. You want to talk about it? Why Why this one? I know you, everything you guys just said, but, you know, why you know, this one in particular? I think it's In My Head, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think it was uh, not intentional because the song is older than, or it's pre-COVID, if you will. Um, but it kind of talks about how overwhelming your own thoughts can be. Yeah, when you're trapped um, in there. You yeah, when yeah, you don't have someone else to, like, bounce your ideas or thoughts off of. So it's all about kind of being isolated in your own head um, while still being like an energetic, fun, catchy song to bump as well. So I think we always try to like somewhat have our lyrics touch on some some serious subjects yeah. and some personal subjects, but also at the end of the day, we want to put on music that just makes us feel good and makes us want to sing along. So we try to, try to balance those both. But yeah, it was kind of, I guess the song kind of works with what we've been going through the last year, even though it was written before that but yeah we just picked that one because it's the the most finished and yeah. we liked how it sounded we we're like this could be a good standalone single so we just decided that's going to be the one and i think it kind of like bridges into the new like the new sound of stuff as well as like and like songwriting like you touched on like mental health mm -hmm. and stuff like that and like i think it's cool that it kind of invokes this new age of like still on film was like the introduction and now it's like let's show what else we've got going on as well so yeah. um yeah, yeah, I think, like what you said. A little snippet, a little yes. snippet of our lives, I guess. Mm. Yeah, for real. It's interesting, other it's lives. interesting too, because, like, as a fan, you don't really know when a song was made or created, or yeah. all you know is, oh, it came out this Friday. So, yeah, do you guys sure. do you guys stick to songs that could be a year, two, three years old, and then look back and think, you know what, I think it works now, because in my head, yes. you know, it's pre-COVID. You know, what made yeah. you stick with that for that long time? I don't know, I guess maybe it is just, like, it comes down to the song as well, like, we, we hear it again, and it, like, because, like, actually, it was something uh, Mickey said in your uh, Valley interview, um, he mentioned that, like, songs are so, like, and lyrics can be so interesting, because you'll hear it one way, and it won't really hit, or it won't really inspire, you're yeah. just like, okay, cool, but then your, like, your perspective changes, and when you listen, yeah. it's so much more impactful, and I think maybe that's what happened, was there was, like, a change of perspective, and we related even more to the song, and then when we shared it with mickey he related more and then we could all kind of build that right and, yeah um yeah 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 sure um <laughs> and i think i read in one of the articles uh early sent over um you guys had a chance to perform i think at waterloo um or a yeah. show like how yeah, yeah. We performed a few yeah shows here and there yeah. how does how does your music i guess translate onto a show like how do you guys see yourself as performers i know it's probably a little early, but how is the comfortability there? 
good. I think we were tr- we were kind of just figuring it out, and then you know, the inevitable happened. But, uh, it's like the, the recurring theme in every question. It's like, well, this was gonna happen, and then COVID. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's going to tour, but... Yeah. I, can't, I can't believe it's been a year. It's, it's, it's I know, right? no, I know. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Um, but yeah, no, I think initially, like Rich said too, because we start, our songs all start on the MacBook, so everything is, is in the box, if you will. Um, we rarely, we've tried to start writing songs more acquisitively, but initially the big thing for us too was like, how are we going to translate these songs from a laptop to a live performance? Um, but I think we're, we're, tr- we're trying to find a blend between the fact that we're kind of this producer duo, but also a band. Yeah. So hopefully for our live shows, we can kind of put together a more full band. Like we'd like to have a drummer and maybe an extra guitarist or, or bassist. So it's yeah. more cohesive because we do see ourselves as more of a band than like a an EDM duo or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, like I want to go up and we're only like programmed, yeah. right? Like, yeah, so like a mix of, of programmed loops and synthesizers and stuff but also live instruments and, and acoustic guitar and a drum kit and there's a live drum kit you can't beat like the energy that gives it a live gig and like what yeah. you get from that and like just having that element and like what you said like we do feel like more of a band and i yeah we try to find the balance people. yeah yeah for sure, sure. But, yeah. and yeah you know a common theme too for the last year usually when i interview artists they'll ask them you know like near the end like you know you have tour dates coming up you got shows coming up you know what's next you know maybe like ep or album but I kind of had to completely rework that question. Um, yeah, yeah. So for you guys, you know, in this, I think you mentioned three years, you know, in this kind of journey so far, what is something uh, each of you have learned, like, from each other that's kind of helped the music? You know, maybe, like, you both had, like, weaknesses, but together you yeah. you have these strengths that you wouldn't have necessarily had if you hadn't, you know, met. I guess, like, for me, like you kind of taught me, like, I guess, like, openness and, like, being able to, like, because again, like not knowing how to make any music and then having Matthias be like, oh, like this is how we get started. And then like just diving in. But like, he's all, you've always been so like accepting to like, because it's been a lot of shit music for yeah. a long time of me trying to figure out how to Patience. make stuff. And like, yeah, yeah like, that and like knowing that it's okay to make that stuff. And like, yeah. it's, it's all part of that journey, right? So like you make something, but you have to go through that to like learn what's really good and like, yeah even into songwriting so like Matt will write some songs that like they just hit and they're so emotional and I'm like it, learning that like that's it's a, it's okay to talk about the shit and like taking that stigma away from yeah. things I guess yeah. but yeah like openness and just like accepting more like, personal yeah. Really. yeah 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 like cause that's what's gonna connect like you think a lot of the time the feelings are just yours but yeah, everyone everyone, everyone shares this stuff right so like the more we can like actively be open it's I think it's important yeah. I think also also Richie Tommy would be way more curious with production I think because he'd like got into music in such a, in such a like I don't know not unorthodox way, but it's yeah. not like you grew up with like piano. I don't know, did you take piano lessons or anything? When I was like eight, but yeah. I don't think that helped. <laughs> but no, just like Richie's sound design and just like the the things he'll like come up with is like beyond creativity. So I think like just like learning to stay curious, no matter how like because it's easy to like once you make a song and it kind of works out and it sounds good, then it's easy to fall into that rhythm and try and recreate that over and over again and just like follow the formula. But somehow Rich like keeps coming up with fucking crazy new sounds. I don't know if I can swear, but. <laughs> no, yeah, you got to do it. I did. Um, no, yeah, just like staying curious and just always trying to, you know, find some new sounds or, or make a different style song or just like experimenting with things because that's kind of the reason we make music is because we really enjoy doing it. We love music. Like, we yeah. love all kinds of music. Like, we'll listen to everything. And it's actually one of the funny things. So, like, 
when I first, again, our friendship is also very based around Mike from Valley. Like, so he, the first time I hung out with Matt, Mike uh, was like, because they were already friends, they were like, yeah. oh, the three of us hang out. And I got in Matt's car and like, I ex- like, I just expected to hear like, I don't know, like at the time Drake was like, just released a new album, so I was expecting that to put that on. Oh, so we're exclusively snapbacks. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, I was like, cool, like we're gonna get in, and like I just like that was my idea, right? We get in, and he puts on Michael Kuna, who's uh, home again. Yeah. And I was like, and I hadn't heard it before. I was like, holy shit, like what is this? And he was yeah. like, oh, this is new. I was like, oh my god, and it's just like again, like just breaking down and just like keep diving into stuff. But yeah, yeah. We, I think we've always loved like a lot of different kinds of music, and yeah that helps you stay curious. We right? probably wouldn't be, we'd even be friends with that music, to be honest. No, really. yeah. I don't like each other. <laughs> just like our musical talents. Yeah, we're just both like profiting off the fact that we both like music, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, on a final note, you know, hopefully, you know, COVID, I think, you know, 2022 or whenever things start to pan out, maybe at the end of the year, what's one thing you miss doing outside of music that you can't wait to jump back into and on a music scale, you know, what's the one thing that you're gonna do immediately, whether it's a show, whether it's just being around people at an event, what's what's the two things, whether it's, you know, as a human being, what's the first thing you're gonna go back into and as musicians? Musician one's easy for me. It's a session and going to a live gig. Like yeah. just being able to go to a live gig again will be so incredible. Um, yeah. I feel like losing that and like, and, like, I just moved to the West End of uh, Toronto, and there's, like, so many nicer, like, venues this close to me. I'm like, I can't go to any of them. Yeah. Uh, personally, yeah. that's that's a thinker. <laughs> Honestly, like, yeah. similar things, like, just going to a restaurant or, like, yeah. meeting up with some friends and, like, going to a having a drink, which initially, like, Rich and I are both very, like, we never really went out much. We always yeah. stayed in. Like, we were always like, oh, I just want to make beats at home. But now that we, like, actually can't go out and have a drink or, like, maybe grab some food at a, at a restaurant, we're like, oh damn, I actually kind of missed that, and like, I should have done that more. But yeah. that would be the first thing we do is like, just make a reservation at some yeah, restaurant, go for a nice <laughs> meal, go for like a nice, meal. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think yeah, just like the atmosphere and just like I think we're social social beings at the end of the day. Like no matter how introverted we are, so it's just just connecting with other humans like face to face, even like being able to see people's smile without like. Because like with a mask on, you're trying to smile, but it can either look like you're like really squinting. Right? Like, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to smile with just my eyes, but yeah, it'll be nice to, to interact with humans again. Yeah, but yeah, guys. Um, so glad you know we connected uh, through early. Um, yeah, fan of the music. Um, now it's like you know Valley, you no know, disco. The accents, I feel like it's all <laughs> interconnected now. And my interviews are amazing. Um, yeah, man, congrats, early congrats on this upcoming new single. Thank and, you. Um, for sure, you know, when the world opens up again, hopefully we can do an in-person interview, you know, keep yes. and, and keep building. Yeah, man. Happy birthday. Yeah. Thanks again. Thanks for having your birthday. Hopefully yeah. you can celebrate a little bit somehow. Right. Yeah. But yeah, thanks again, man. Uh, have a good day, both of you. Cheers, Cheers too. Cheers. Cheers. Studio One.